This is exciting. You're about to hear the fifth installment of the Mark and Tom show. And it's me and my friend Tom Sharpling uh, just talking. Couple of couple of fellas, couple of middle-aged fellas talking. Some of you know Tom Sharpling. He is the host of the best show. And uh, oddly, if if you don't know anything about Tom's background or, or our friendship, it's it's a late in the game friendship. We we met and uh, became friends uh, not that long ago. We were you know older fellas, but there was always a mutual respect there. Tom, I I, I don't know how to explain it other than uh, I love the way he thinks. He makes me laugh. He's a great broadcaster. Uh, some of the comic bits that he did on his show are like all timers like great i mean if you ever get an opportunity to get that uh the best of the best show thing it's actually on the uh numero group label 16 cds but it's um it's all the sharpling and uh, john worcester bits in there it's hilarious it's uh it's truly hilarious but uh but tom and i are pals and we just got into the habit of uh, every once in a while sitting down and talking as a couple of guys who do uh, broadcasting work uh, who, who like each other's company. I don't know what else to tell you. You can you can still listen to Tom's show. It's on every week. It's the best show live Tuesday nights at 9 Eastern at thebestshow.net. You can also get that uh, that on the podcast form. Get it wherever you get podcasts. And also check out his podcast, Meet My Friends, The Friends which you probably should know as little about as possible before you start listening. Just know if you love uh, recap podcasts or if you hate recap podcasts, uh, this is the show for you. So this is uh, our fit. We did this a little while ago um, when he was out here, when Tom was out here. And uh, we'll be back to our regular format on Monday with our 1,000th episode. But now this is me and uh, the very funny and very smart Tom Sharpling. I want you to know something about Tom is that as a broadcaster, he's just great at it. He's great at pausing, taking beats. He's very funny. He's great at follow through with stories. Like if you want to be a good broadcaster, a good podcaster, a good on the mic person, you should study Tom Sharpling. That's what I say. Me, I just wing it. But this is a. This is the Mark and Tom show, uh, number five, and uh, enjoy the company of me and Mr. Sharpling. Like, I have the air on now, too, because my idea was, like, the, this kind of air conditioner doesn't uh-huh. make noise, but listen. I oh, can hear that. Yeah, I can hear yeah, You can hear it, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Is it fine? I think so. Really? You think it's just texture? Like, yeah. in, in, if I don't make a big deal out of it, you think people who are listening are, aren't going to make a big deal? It's not like eating on the mic. Now, eating on the mic's a whole other thing, which oh, I I never have done it once. Ne- well, I can't. Do, do you, you know what happens when you do, don't you? The amount of reaction oh, it's yes it's like it's hostile mm-hmm. it's like at crazy yeah. like what the fuck yeah are you doing mm-hmm. 
I understand it, I guess. People want to throw up when they, you got to realize <laughs> with headphones now, it sounds like somebody's it's eating, your eating in your, yeah, they're, they're, they're actually consuming <laughs> your head. Yeah. And it's like, if you're on like the, <sighs> the bus or whatever, you're listening to this on the subway yeah. and it's just like, it's already hot and now somebody's, somebody's like, yeah. You just hear that like saliva oh, and the crunching. No, I can't, and I can't handle it. Uh, but so that's it. you're one of those people that if you oh, hear it, you'll just fucking the worst. I will never do it because I can't handle it. Whenever when when you've done it or anybody's oh, yeah. done it, like Howard Stern used to just eat, eat and burp and oh. just like <laughs> hate it. It makes me <laughs> nauseous. Like, he, he doesn't do that anymore. I don't. I, don't, I haven't listened in a long time. I haven't. I was never a Stern guy. I, um, did we ever talk about Stern? I don't I know don't, if we I did. Don't, I don't think so. I like. I didn't grow up over there. Yeah. And, and like people always ask, you know, like about like there's no, I wouldn't. People don't compare me to him, but we do a, a similar thing. But like you're a Stern person and you're not. I literally have maybe you listened to one show. Yeah. I. I used to listen all the time when you were a kid. When I was a kid, in high school. Yeah. And then, there was just a day where. I think he had that move. His movie was coming out, and he was talking nonstop about the movie. Yeah, and then he like worked everybody up into a frenzy where he's like, "This movie's coming out, and it's like we got this thing showing." Yeah, like we got theaters are going to show. What was this. it called again? It was private, pri- private, private parts. parts yeah. Right, and he's like, and he, I got worked up into such a frenzy. I'm like, like saying to like my wife was on my wife. I'm like. Okay, there's like a one o'clock, one one in the afternoon show. It's just like we probably got to get to the theater at like eleven thirty to like because this thing's gonna be, and then we get to this theater's like nine people there, and it's like on the day it comes out, and then I just I think that made me feel kind of like a a sucker. <laughs> yeah, and then the and then I, then I I think the thing that I really he lost me when he just kind of became like the guy when he became yeah. successful and right. kind of crossed that line to where he's not the underdog anymore he's now yeah running things there's just a part of me that lost interest in it yeah i it's uh that's concerning like i feel like like when somebody was that when he went to sirius or before before that oh yeah i think when he when he was when he really got accepted by everybody i think that wow this is this is the most telling thing already that I'm hearing say like, don't ever become liked by everybody because you'll hate yourself. Like I'm like here, my entire <laughs> dynamic has just revealed itself to me. Like fail just enough <laughs> to to keep people uh, feeling sorry for you. Yes, exactly. If, if they don't feel like you're a loser, yeah, yeah. Why will wow. they listen? Oh There's, boy. Yeah. I think I need to go lay down. <laughs> this is this is rough. It just happened. Three minutes in. It just happened. Yeah, I think uh, I figured the whole thing out right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad I can help out. Yeah. That was the quickest yeah. Mark and Tom show we've yeah, had. I you think so. Time to take yeah. a nap. I remember. I think one thing because people are like, "Hey, you like you hit it off with Mark, and you guys get along." I'm like how? Like I don't like. And I was thinking about it, it's like I think there's one thing uh, I said. Yeah. I said like he like Mark came on my show best show once and I said to him you know I could fix you in five minutes and I was just saying it as a dumb thing to say and I think I was like maybe that <laughs> maybe that planted it. like a little seed in the back of his head he's like this guy 
he seemed, is going to fix me at some point. He seemed pretty confident yeah. about it. He had a tone about <laughs> yeah. him. It like, just like went right in and yeah. locked in. And yeah. I, I, I think it's going to happen at some point. Because it's, it's like that thing where you're like... <laughs> I know when you when you feel like you're getting conned or, yeah, or right. tricked, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, "All right, ninety nine percent of me knows that this that there's no businessman with all this money, but it's like, but just what if this is the one? Like that's how they get you, right? Yeah, yeah. he's the guy. Yeah, my dad lived for that. Like he's he's that guy. He's he's their mark. It, that just he. Well, it's, it's you know what it is online uh, health practitioners. Mm-hmm. Like my dad will send me like things where it's like this guy, this guy knows what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you got to eat the, you know, the vitamin D all the time, and you know, stay away from this, stay away from that, and you're probably never going to have colon cancer, whatever the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he's a doctor, so I'm thinking like, all right, he knows what he's talking about. I'm going to start doing this, but then I go look up these guys that he 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 believes in, and mm-hmm. I'm like, what what qualifies this guy for anything? <laughs> yeah. Where's the science on this? He. Yeah. He like partnered up with some guy who had a vitamin, mm-hmm. a vitamin. Like this was years ago. I, I mean, I've talked sure. about. I don't think I've talked about it to you before, but it was called Memory Revitalizer. Uh huh. And it was just big fucking vitamin. And this guy, and and my dad was pushing it. He made me take it. He said this is the one. And then I met the fuck that 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 created it. He's just some dude. Is like an office with one yeah. guy in it and boxes of the shit. That's... And I'm like, what's the credibility of this stuff? And the yeah. guy was some weirdo right wing libertarian dude. And my dad's like, you know, this guy knows what he's talking about. That guy, yeah, yeah is that's... making vitamins uh, where he's he's fixing. It. He has the answer to anything. Yeah, like, he doesn't have the answer it. for himself. Yeah, no, but he's got suckers. Yeah. It's 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 astounding to me. Like, it's like with the Trump presidency, there's part of me that realizes, like, this is exactly the president this country deserves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on, yeah. on some level, because this is the complete, this is what America was built on, you know, in the bad way, is this guy. Just yeah. a sucker born every minute, yeah. P.T. Barnum's. Unfortunately, he's a racist fuck, yeah. but, but and, and he's shameless about that. But in terms of, like, how does it make sense? Of course it makes sense. Yeah. It's the most transparent... Uh, uh, administration we've ever had because he doesn't give a fuck you know I mean, it's just yeah. like chaos all the time and it's just uh, like we know exactly what's happening and yeah. no one can do anything about it F- phil uh phil morrison who you know he he said he was in a cab in new york and the cabbie was just talking about trump and he's just like ah, eh, this guy's just a queen's real estate guy yeah like and that just sums up everything it's just yeah. like you think about like a <laughs> A, a real estate mogul in Queens, yeah. and you're just kind of like, oh, that's everything this guy does is just slap together a building. Yeah, you just, uh, never don't even worry about the consequence to anything. anything. Just like just whatever it takes to get this next deal going. A grifter, like he's yeah. just a hustler, a hustle guy. You know, look, you know, I don't want to underplay it at all mm-hmm. because uh, that was one of the things I want to talk to you about. Is why I don't know, like it becomes almost impossible to reconcile how to get through a day right and and enjoy your life or do what you need to do but know that this garbage fire is is ongoing yeah like it's making me like there's a part of your being that's constantly being trolled by the very nature of what's happening culturally and politically and you somehow have to put a lid on that to just function day in and day out yeah do you feel that oh yeah no i i i work I work hard at it. One of the things I I decided when when the 2016 election was going the way it did with the best show, I was like, we're not gonna 
make this a political show. It's because you can get that literally everywhere else now. Yeah. And it's like, people know what side of things I'm on. It's like, nobody's going to be like, oh, you didn't talk about the thing. Like, maybe he loves Trump. It's like, no, of course I don't. It's it's funny that we do that. I do that too, where it's sort of like, shouldn't we be doing this? And Brendan's like, no, there's everyone's doing it. You know, you do what you do. And if something resonates with you, but you don't want to get into that, into the ring with that shit. There's people that do it better. And that's not what this show is. People need a place to go everybody's fighting the fight inside them you need a place to go where it's like it's like a an ice pack on your head and that's i kind of looked at my i look at my show as now being this thing where it's just like you know it's a a good place you know i'm not i'm not like oh i can't believe i supported that asshole and he's like it's like no you know i'm on on your side with stuff but you're allowed a break from it also There's a part of me questioning everything all the time. It's like, you ever like have a thing where like you go to the movies, it's like, it doesn't matter what I eat at the movies. Oh, yeah, Like, it doesn't count. It doesn't count on a plane yeah. or like at the movies. You're on a plane, you're out eating. Out of town, even. Just yeah. out of town. Yes, yeah, so you're just like, out of town, you're just like, yeah, yeah. So I'll get these. Donut uh, time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> these are out of town donuts. Yeah, but they're really good. Yeah. Or you, like what I do is you find, you know, what's good in this place. Uh-huh. I was just talking to Bert yeah. Kreischer. Uh huh. He was hilarious because he said, he was talking about like how he was on the road and he was like, you know, he was done with his diet. He'd run his marathon uh-huh. and wherever he'd go, he'd talk to the promoter or whoever it was who was in charge of the green room. And he's like, what's that city known for? <laughs> and he said it was Detroit and it was these, some of these dogs, some kind of dogs. <laughs> some kind of, and he's like, yeah. all right, they're like Coney dogs. I think they're called with cheese and whatever. Yeah. They're hot dogs. Yeah. And Bert's like, all right, get me, me $50 worth. <laughs> And put that in the green room. Uh-huh. And that's uh-huh. it. And that's what he did. So what yeah. do they got there? What is yeah. the special thing? Yeah. $100 worth of that. Just have it back there on a tray. Oh, yeah. Because well, when I saw Mission Impossible, I was eating this like uh, peanut M&Ms. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. These are the best. Oh, and then, then partway through, I'm just like, I'm watching him like, he like runs. There's like one part of the movie where he <laughs> runs as fast as a human can run yeah. for like, five minutes the tom cruise run yeah and yeah. i'm sitting there i'm just like grawl, grawl, eating this stuff <laughs> and suddenly i like felt myself i was just like i hate my i'm so just dis- and i literally threw the candy on the floor really I'm like yeah i'm just like uh, you're done with it like you disgust me <laughs> like this guy's this guy's like an optimal human watching this like this like machine that's yeah. like maximized like yeah. and i'm just like shaking the bag of m and m just like Ooh. i guess i could do three at a time like <laughs> chase it with some popcorn yeah exactly soda. salty and sweet yeah it's perfect like, but then i'm just like oh it's so gross so I in the middle myself. of it I just it, threw them on the floor that's like, what people I, heard in the middle of tom cruise's run yeah, yeah this <laughs> rolling yeah because they'll roll because they oh, get yeah. fully rounded while they were still in the bag they just heard oh, a bag oh. hit the floor <laughs> a little bag of rocks <laughs> yeah oh uh, that was like yeah so that's how i felt and you didn't pick them back up i picked them back because <laughs> somebody i there was a point where i said i had this i had this theory and i knew it was faulty yeah but i was just like look if you if you just drop your shit on the floor of the movie theater you keep the staff employed. Yeah, sure. Then, like, yeah, yeah. like if people are slobs at the movie theater, they have to hire more people, and yeah. then somebody. It's good for the. It's good for the people that need jobs. Yeah, my friend Hannah was just like, I work at a movie theater. 
They just make us do more, you <laughs> idiot. Like, not, not like bringing a specialist. Not that they just hire a second person. Yeah. Like, I have to clean more garbage. <laughs> it's just uh, kind of like whatever's in the theater, I have one person cleans it. Do you remember back in the old days when it was like you just like the floors were sticky? Yeah. Like, you know, just from yeah. soda. Yeah. So, so gross. When you're a kid, yeah. those fucking theaters, just those, nasty. Those beat up seats. Uh, like, the popcorn thing, though. Like, I can't, like, I, my girlfriend, like, just, like, insists that it's, like, she eats it all before the movie starts on purpose. Mm-hmm. Because she doesn't want to be distracted by eating popcorn. Yeah. Like, it just, I don't like that shoveling. You know, it, like, you're, you, I, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at my watch. I'm like, we've got, we're here 15 minutes before it starts, the yeah. credits. And we're sitting here with popcorn. It's just, it's stupid. It's going to be gone. It's not even like eating it at the movies. It's like this compulsive behavior that you engage in before a movie starts. You're checking it, checking the box off the the thing, just like. Yeah. And then you get the large one, you can refill it, and that's problematic. Yeah. Because now it's just like, I need a quick go fill. (laughs) Yeah. I'll just get half of one. I'll just get half. Yeah. Do you ever, were you a person that put sweet shit in the popcorn? I started doing that a little bit. And then, as a grown up? Then I felt, yeah. Then I felt. I was literally doing peanut M and M's and popcorn. But some people dump like stretch. what Ra- raisinets? What is? I it? see people dump the stuff, and I wasn't dumb. I'll just, I'll just like literally. Right, chase this them. is my sweet hand. This is my salty <laughs> hand. <laughs> <laughs> and then they meet in the middle, yeah. and I just eat like a like a horse. I just kind of feed myself, <sighs> yeah, like a sugar cube. What was the? What is the one they use though? Is it raisinets? I think people, yeah. I think that's like a that's the classic. That feels like a duds. Mm, is it milk duds? Maybe it's milk. Were duds. milk duds harder when we were younger? Were like they, I, I don't know. When was, was the maybe last time fresher you, now? When, I don't know. Is that it? When was the last time you had a milk dud? See, thing is, I don't know when the last time I had one. Now that you mention them, I can tell you the next time I'm going to have a milk dud is like <laughs> an hour from now because you put it in my head. Do you like, like them? Oh, yeah. I like any of that. I'm so suggestible with that stuff. I just remember when I was a kid, the milk dud, you'd eat them, and it was like it was like you, you had to get through that caramel. It wasn't, yeah. you know, like now they're just soft, and there's nothing to yeah. them. Yeah, But, but like when we were a kid, it was like, it was like they were, you had to soften them up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that was a real thing. Yeah. And they, see, this is how they just, yeah. this is how they fuck us, Tom, uh-huh. is that, you know, you used to take some time to get through a box, yeah. but now when the caramel's soft, like a fucking um, Rolo almost- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna go yeah. right through a box yeah. in a minute. I think it's time for you to go back to the counter at the movie theater and be like, "Excuse me, uh, I was these kid. these milk duds are a little too soft." <laughs> and then they'll be like, "Hey, aren't you the guy in the Joker movie? Hey, the guy from the Joker movie was complaining that the milk duds were too soft." <laughs> do you f- how how suggestible do you think you are to like advertising and stuff like that? Do you I'd feel- like I'd like to think that I wasn't, mm-hmm. but it seems that whenever I've sort of landed on some fashion choices, that they're everywhere within a month, mm-hmm. and I don't know what the fuck that's about. Because like I think um. I'm not trying to be at the cutting edge of anything, but I felt that, you know, there were a couple of things that I was doing that uh, that all of a sudden seemed culturally happening uh, shortly thereafter that I I, I thought may, I'm not taking responsibility for them mm-hmm. because maybe I was just mind fucked by suggestive something. Mm-hmm. But like, where am I taking it in? I don't know. When I got all into red wing boots like a few years back, uh-huh. I, I didn't see a lot of them around. I thought I saw one guy with these boots. Like I always wanted to find a boot with a toe strap to it that had a certain look and it was a red wing uh, iron... Uh, 
Ranger or whatever the hell it was called. And so I bought him, and then all of a sudden, everyone's got him. I talked about it a lot, so part of me was sort of like, um, I kind of did that. Yeah. But I don't think I did. Do you feel like like if you take a big step back from it and you saw the 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 kind of the timeline of those like where yeah. I mean are you if there's five steps of yeah. those boots are you were you at step two? Well, yeah, I I, I I that's a good question. I don't know how it happened. You know, I don't know what you know what I just was wearing boots, and then and then people like my friend Dean Delray, he's got into you know high like he's got a guy making boots, and then mm -hmm. I went to White's boots, and it, it, it was just a boot thing. But I just remember specifically, I think. I think I was part of the, the 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 push from two to three. Okay, so you were hovering in that two yeah. to three. Yeah, there was one guy that every that a few of us saw. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're like, look at yeah. those boots. Yeah, and then I I got him, then I talked about <laughs> yeah. him, and mm -hmm. then like then I was I was part of the push from two to three, yeah. and then after that, you know, it got way out of hand. Yeah. Do you yeah. think that guy? Do you think that guy? You and and. 15 other people saw the one guy goes back yeah the one guy do you think he goes back to the boot place and he's just like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. give me I my saw mark maron saw the boots <laughs> it's like <laughs> all right there's six hundred dollars that might be that might be yeah. I, so, I, I don't know if it's quite i did my to, job yeah like, i did my like job the, the true conspiracy yeah don't hold off. out on me i'm yeah. your boot assassin yeah. i took down maron yeah. he looked at the boots i yeah. walked back and forth in yeah. front of him a few times yeah and uh, I want my money. Yeah, or if the guy just has to be like guy running things, like, yeah, Marin just bought some of the boots. <laughs> you, you, that was one of the names on the thing. Here's your other. Here's the yeah. other fifty percent of the yeah, yeah, money yeah. you get. Yeah, and here are the rest or, of the yeah. names. <laughs> yeah, I get these. Here's <laughs> <laughs> go get Josh Brolin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See if you can get one of the hip hop guys. So, so you you feel like you end up. But somebody influenced you. It's everybody's just influenced by something at some point. Like I guess, everybody. like I know that my plaid shirt thing, I can track specifically to Jonah Ray, and I don't think I told him that. Okay, but I think that, like you know, it, it became sort of an alty kind of the plaid th shirt thing was a thing. Mm -hmm. But I was pretty much a, a flannel guy, solid. Like my my go to was like an LL Bean chamois shirt. Okay. That had some uh, wear to it. Yeah. That was sort of w where I was at. Sure. And Levi pants. So, like that's the other thing, the denim thing. Like I didn't like I my my issue is that like I'll get in these things and when I see other people are doing them, then I realize like I I got to get out, right? Like I'm I got to yeah. get out. Like the denim thing, like I, I got these Emma Jean and Willie's, the selvage denim, but I didn't really know anything about it. I just thought these were nice pants. And then all of a sudden everyone's going crazy. Then I'm sitting in a bathtub breaking in Levi's that are special. <laughs> and, and then I'm not washing them and they stink yeah. and I'm putting them yeah. in the freezer. Like I met a guy, I saw a guy the other night, Josh Adam Myers. He's a, a kind of a, he's a comic, but he does a rock and roll thing. And his pants look just like shiny and weird and greasy. Uh huh. And I'm like, what's up with those pants? He's like, yeah, I'm doing the thing. I haven't washed them in seven years. Just doing the freezer thing. So that's just <laughs> frozen and reheated, fucking dead skin and yeah. sweat and whatever's coming off of your fucking yeah. junk down that there. Seem... Right. And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm committed. I'm like, I am glad I got out of that. Yeah. I'm glad that's not my life. Is like wearing that one pair of pants that I haven't washed in a decade yeah. that are just shiny from fucking body garbage yeah and then now you're kind of like you're known as like the pants guy no i know and, and then it's like where are your uh, pants what's up with your pants hey, what happened to the pants yeah, they're in the shot they're in the freezer <laughs> i gotta kill yeah, all yeah. the fucking yeah. bacteria yeah. 
every six weeks. Yeah. Be like, hey, do you want to go eat? Yeah. Like, well, my pants are in the freezer now. I kind of can't. <laughs> give me four hours for my pants warm up. But I think to, from what you're saying, like, that's what usually happens to me is that I think I've come upon something. I don't really believe that I take in a lot of advertising, but something sneaks in. Mm-hmm. You know, trends, there's some sort of momentum, meme momentum. I don't know what it is mm-hmm. but like you know i do know that there's a specific world of my my uh likes sure. you know and I'm, I'm not wearing hats you know yeah i didn't you know i'm not wearing a fedora or a yeah. bowler mm-hmm. i tried yeah. you know uh uh that that folk singer uh langhorn swim mm-hmm. nice guy sent me a hat that he helped design got me a great comedy bit but couldn't wear it. Just wasn't, yeah. No, but what do you? How do you do that without like kind of like look at me? I'm wearing an outfit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I've got to own the shit. Like right now, I'm wearing Levi's. Yeah. Okay. Like that, I broke in myself. I put the time in. Yeah. I pulled them back out. I have a lot of different pants. Like I have high end pants that I got tired of because they're not. Here, the other the the other heartbreaker is like. So these are the ones. These are the best ones. These are the ones that will last a lifetime. They don't. Seems the mm-hmm. stitching goes out. Seams go out. They look stupid. You know, like Dean keeps everything clean. Like, what are you getting pants for if you're going to keep them clean? What that? What are you going to get boots for to keep them clean? Uh huh. Right. Yeah. So that bothers me. But and you know, like he he looks good. But whatever. But my point is. So like I'm wearing Levi's. I'm wearing a pair of white boots that I, I rotate. I rotate shoes, try mm-hmm. to keep them going. Um, Tom Petty shirt from the last concert. Yeah, and uh, a belt that I bought in Seattle at the leather place in Pike's Market. Okay, and I'm wearing a belt buckle that I've had since seventh grade. This sure. is like original. Okay, so My that's life. and it's yeah. See, I look. I have a different approach to this. I would be happy wearing like literally like a janitor's <sighs> yeah zip up. I just wear oh, the I just one like piece, wearing, yeah. jumpsuit. Yeah, I just like wearing blue. Yeah, a blue shirt and yeah. blue pants. So you don't all seem, the time. So you're not susceptible. You're committed. I just look at it as like I guess I have to wear something, so I'm going to wear a uniform. All right, you're always wearing that. That's true. Yeah, that's all. I, that's it's like my, Einstein. So you have just a bunch of blue polo shirts. Just like wearing blue polo shirts, blue pants, a blue. That's yeah, it. That's kind of. What if you need to wear a jacket? At a thing. There's got to be a blue jacket out there. You don't somewhere. have a blue jacket? No, I have. Look, I have jackets and I have all that stuff. But in terms of me just- Day to day. Functionally being out in the world, I try. I just really, I just, I don't have much of a capacity for uh-huh. it and I'm bad at it and my, my wife will help. She fills in the blanks for it. It would be a true disaster if she was not helping me like- Sure. <laughs> yeah. Where, but it's just like, she now has, I think, kind of waves the- white flag on just like oh getting he, you to spice he, up he is wearing blue <laughs> why don't you have day? a buy a nice button-up shirt short sleeve she said like that there, what yeah. colors oh look i got one teed up <laughs> yeah it's the fall line wait do- till i wear that it, but see for me this is this is how <laughs> how like twisted it's gotten for me like where you're like yeah i don't know if i'm comfortable wearing that hat around town yeah i'm just like oh boy i don't know if i wear this button-down shirt what's gonna happen <laughs> Yeah. Like people are going to be like, hey, button down. What's up, button down? <laughs> like I'm going to get made fun of. Or... What happened to Tom? Yeah. It's like when you would go to school with yeah. like a haircut and oh, then people dude. would, and people be like, hey, nice haircut. What's it? And it would, I would just be like, this hurts my feelings. So yeah. like, don't focus on, am I, do you, do you feel, did you feel that when you were a kid? Yeah. Like. Yeah. Hey, you got a haircut. I was so uncomfortable. I was so fucking uncomfortable. Yeah. 
you know, and it, like it was, uh, it was just never ending. Like there's always be problems because if you're that guy that's so self conscious, you know something's going to happen. You're going to pee yourself. So you know it's just not you. You're not made for this world of of you know judgment. You know when you're that guy, just kind of like oh my god, these pants. What if you know like oh when I remember when like I got my pants ripped at camp. <laughs> you know it's just like devastating. Like I couldn't go. I couldn't go on the rest of the day. What are we going to do? And the, they had a, like the counselor had to pin a burlap piece over this hole so my underwear wouldn't show because yeah. like the world ended. Like it dropped out of my pants. And just like, please. Oh, God. No one noticed. Yeah. No. Just don't look at me. Just don't look at me today. Oh, God. It's just the worst. And they always got food poisoning at camp and that uh, it was a nightmare, dude. I think I was like scared of gr- groups also. Like it just like the, like, uh, like my, my parents were trying to figure out just like, we got to get this. Yeah. This kid will just like, just go see movies and watch TV all day. It's like you have to go do some yeah. something with other kids. What they make you do? They I got went to this like they're like, you should go to this uh, track camp. And I was like thirteen, and I was yeah. like, you guys know who I am? It's just like track camp. Yeah, it's like this is so. So it was at it was at a uh, at Rutgers College, which is yeah. kind of near. So they're like, you're going to track camp. And then, like, I see, like, the track camp sign-up table over there. They drop me off, and yeah. I go. And then I see, like, the student center was, like, 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 so I just walked into the student center and played video games all day long and then just walked out when it's, like, yeah, track, track camp ends at 3. And I just, like, walked back out and then the next day. Drop back off, walked right into the student center in the arcade, played video games all day. Then like the then like that night, it was like two days, and then yeah. my mother's just like, Are you not going to try like I got a phone call. It's like Did they sign you up? Yeah. Oh uh-huh. no, I was signed up and they're just like they don't have a record of you going to track camp. What are you like we're dropping like are you not going to the camp and i'm just like i'm just uh, playing video games (laughs) yeah i didn't want to go to track camp i didn't want to do that and they're just like oh we gotta Uh, and then they just like fine don't go to track camp what were the games then asteroids oh yeah it's just all the all those yeah galaga defender defender all those games yeah yeah just every one of those games i would just be in there all what was the missile one Missile Command. Oh yeah, that yeah. was colorful. Yeah, with the roller yeah. ball. Tempest. They have Tempest. Tempest yet? Yes. Clack 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 yeah. clack 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 clack. The three D games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very simple. Yeah. No, but I was. We used to play Space Invaders at the bowling alley. Yeah. Before the video arcades, Holiday Bowl. There'd be like a asteroids machine yeah. in the yeah. in the snack bar. Yep. It's, yeah. yeah, asteroids. I remember when that happened. I, but see, like you, you, like I, I fundamentally wanted to be around people, but I always felt uncomfortable. So I, you know, but I would, I would, I would fight it out. Mm-hmm. But I had this problem. I had this horrendous perspiration problem. Oh, I still, I still do. Which hmm. is, but you sweat this much when you were in junior high. Like I was the guy with pit stains in junior high, and I couldn't do anything about it. Like, in, my dad was a doctor. There was talk of maybe getting my sweat glands surgically removed. <laughs> there were prescription antiperspirants mm-hmm. that we tried. There yeah. was, like, zinc involved was involved. Sure. And it was just, like, the bane of my existence, these <laughs> pit stains. Yeah, I just get it on my forehead, and it's just like, 
there'll be times I'll just be like, I'm not, I swear to, I'm not nervous. I don't know why. Like, I'm like, this has nothing to do with like, for some reason, it's just my body. It's not my, it's not like I'm up here like, blah, 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 yeah, I'm no, sweating. No. When you, I was at a live uh, WTF at the Bell House mm. and um, the air was broken. The air conditioner, the air conditioner was broken and I was just like, Yes, this is <laughs> Everyone's great. Everyone's gonna go. Down. You're all sweaty, and nobody's <laughs> gonna know a thing is wrong with me. I'm up here. We're all just like, boy, it sure is hot up here, huh, guys? I'm. S- we're all sweating up here, right? Yeah, yeah. And meanwhile, if it was 40 degrees in there, I'd probably still be, still sweating. be sweating. Everybody'd be like, "What's wrong with that guy?" Yeah, yeah. I just remember, like, uh, like I, I kind of played in a band with this kid. It, we we knew like three songs, yeah. right? And it and I wasn't. I wasn't nerdy and I wasn't like on the pulse of anything until probably my junior year of high school. This was younger than that. So we played, uh, you know, taking care of business. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of made our way through part of sweet emotion. Mm-hmm. We kind of like fumbled through tush. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I think we did young blood, uh-huh. you know, bad companies version of yeah. it. Yeah, I yeah was, all the big ones. Yeah, yeah. I was I was in a band a little bit because I played bass a little bit, and I was just like, I don't I don't have any aptitude for this at all. But yeah. I just remember we played in like a driveway, like one of the the guy. <laughs> yeah. There was always like the drummers, like the you go to the drummer's house because nobody has a car. You just go right. where the drum set. Yeah, is. that's a, that's exactly what we did. Yeah, of course. So we were in a driveway playing, and it was like bad company. It was feel like making love. Burn it. Yeah. I just remember as a kid, even then, I was probably 15. Yeah. I remember thinking, like, looking at, like, these, like, four, like, losers, and one of us is, like, singing about making love. It's like, what are you, like, <laughs> none of us even know what not. that, like, feel like making love to you. It's like, what are you singing about? And it, the, what was amazing is at that age, you could find a front man. Yeah. And you know, and he didn't have any other talent and he probably no. wasn't that great a singer, but no. they'd lean into it. They like there's a certain type of person, this guy Damon, he didn't really sing that well, but uh-huh. he he was confident. Yeah. And he was like he was on the mic. Unbelievable. Yeah. Like you think about like David Lee Roth and like like he's terror. He's like he's the <laughs> like it's like it kind of almost sounds like he's screaming over like an instrumental track. Like yeah. they almost just like yeah. Hey, there's this band, these three guys who jam out on these songs, and he's just like, I'm just going to scream whatever I want over the top. Ow! It has nothing to do with he's, what they're playing. He's but a vaudevillian, that guy. Yeah, but it's all attitude. Yeah, exactly. The front man thing is sort of fascinating to yeah. me. And then nobody questions. Like Then you start to get that thing like, well, he's a great front man, but it's yeah. just like he can't sing. Yeah. Like, yeah, like it's like the first requirement yeah. of you'd think of being a thing. Yeah, but he's 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 entertaining. Yeah, that and that's it's entertaining. But that's like that gene that I never could imagine being like, hey, I'm not good at this, but watch watch me, <laughs> they don't, watch they, me just they don't they don't have that that part no, of the equation. That, yeah, the hey, I'm not yeah, good at yeah. this. That like, never that never yeah. comes. Can you imagine like just that idea of like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like hey you want to sing like these are the guys who'll be like i'm a lead singer <laughs> and you're just like 
well, this guy must be great. He said he was a lead singer. And then you're just like, oh my God. And you just, when you finally add it up later, it's like, wait, he can't sing, right? No, it's no. like, no, but that was awesome. Are you kidding? Oh God. And then it's just, and then it's just, the thing is, has left the station. Yeah. And then it's just, oh, no, no, he's a lead singer. He's, it's like, like you hear those stories yeah. about like Andrew Dice Clay, who's yeah. almost like the closest stand up yeah. equivalent to the oh, lead singer right. thing. Where people would be like, hey, that was my joke. And he'd yeah. be just like, yeah, I'm doing it now. I got to be famous. Like, there was like a story of him. Like, somebody was like, hey, that's my, like, there's like an Otto and George or something. Oh, was really? Like, hey, that's my, like, yeah. hey, man, that's my thing. He's yeah. just like, yeah, well, I'll look, I got to get famous. Yeah. So it's your problem. <laughs> yeah. I, I believe that. I remember hearing some version I of that. I believe that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Like, I didn't talk to him about that. But it, the, the equation seems right. Yeah. That Otto and George, the guy yeah. with the puppet, had a thing. <laughs> He was very funny. He's dead now. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but that would be the guy. I think I remember vaguely hearing about that. Yeah, the confidence thing. I think that killed my music career because, like, frankly, like you know, I'm playing better now than I ever have, and I never took it that seriously. And I make jokes about that. I'm grateful uh -huh. that I didn't take it seriously. But there was a time where you know I wanted to play guitar, you know, and I just remember like. Like I learned the Chuck Berry thing, you know. I ne and I never my taste in music was always oldies and blues and whatever, and then like it, it it expanded over time and it's still expanding now. But I just remember this one time where, like, I knew like one lick, you know, a couple of chords, <laughs> and uh, this band called the Philistines mm -hmm. was, uh, you know, the Philistines. They were like the New Mexico's and kind of punk, but they weren't punk. They were a new wave. They were an art band, art sure. band. They were yeah, yeah. on the scene. The Philistines. You know, I knew a guy that Steve Larue. He's dead too now. He used to play with them, but they were the art band. They were looking for a guitar player. So I'm like, I'm gonna audition for the Philistines. You know? <laughs> and these two fucking dudes come over and they're snotty and you know, like kind of arty. And, uh, you know, at my parents' house, yeah. you know, we're in the uh, living room uh, and, I, and I've got my Telecaster uh -huh. that, you know, I got for my birthday <laughs> or whatever. My first real guitar. I bought it because Keith had one. And I got these two art snobby kind of music guys sitting there. And they're like, well, what do you know? And I'm like, just doing my Chuck Berry thing. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, do you know anything else? I'm like, I don't know. Like, what do you guys play? <laughs> What do you What do you need? Is there yeah. other things that I need yeah. to know? And I don't even remember how the audition went. I don't know if they asked me to play a song, uh -huh. but I just kind of played my Chuck Berry licks, and they just were condescending, and they walked away, and it felt awful. And then there was a string of awful things with uh, with music that just shattered my heart and and disabled the sweat thing. Like that day, I didn't tell you about that day. I've I've talked about it once or twice before, but. We were at Dean's house. His uh -huh. mother would charge us for fucking sodas. She wasn't even getting like real Coke. Yeah. It was like the happy time. I think it was happy time <laughs> yeah. soda that they had in cases out in the yeah. garage and we'd drink them. And then she started like, you know, charging us a quarter for every yeah. fucking happy time. Unbelievable. Right. But anyway, so girls came over and um, like a couple of girls came over, friends of uh, Bob, who was a friend of Damon's. And they came over to Dean's house. There was two of them. One of them was named Veronica, and the other one, fuck, I don't remember her name. And I'm playing guitar, and the fucking pit stain's coming, like bad. Like I'm, yeah. I'm wearing a button-up, mm -hmm. probably tucked in the Britannia pants. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I might have had Famolari yeah. shoes on with the wavy bottom. And you could just feel it coming, like well, it, it was just happening, you know. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure that the girls are looking 
at mm-hmm. the embarrassing, you know, fourteen-year-old or fifteen-year-old yeah. 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 with massive pit stains. Yeah. And then I'm just like, I say to Dean, I'm like, is there a shirt in your room? Can I grab a shirt in your room? Because uh-huh. I can't do this. Yeah. And I went into his room and there was just, I just found the, the shirt that was like right there. And it was like one of those, you know, one of those jerseys that they're like a nylon, but they have the little holes in them, not netted, but they have like, like a vent to them. Sure. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. They're usually reversible. Uh-huh. It was, uh, uh, it was a putt-putt shirt, putt-putt <laughs> okay. golf, and because uh-huh. Dean was into putt-putt, and yeah. I come out in that, you know, trying to make it smooth, like, I'm just going to go and grab a shirt, yeah. and, like, just, and I come back out, and he's like, why that shirt? That's yeah. my putt-putt championship shirt. And now- And now everyone knows I'm wearing a shirt that doesn't fit right. Yeah. It's a miniature golf shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, why'd you change yeah. your shirt? Ugh. And it's yeah. just like it just went downhill from there. Yeah. And then there was the uh, the music camp debacle. That that was the end of it. That was the mm-hmm. end of my music career. Did I tell you that story? Maybe I don't know. I, don't I went to music that. camp for two years uh, up in uh, Pottsville, outside of Pottsville, Pennsylvania. Okay. Lighthouse Arts and Music Camp. They let you smoke. Mm-hmm. Sixteen years old. It's yeah. great. Sure. Just be. Was, I don't even know why they did, but we were. I could smoke there. So I'm you know, doing the guitar thing, taking lessons. I'm learning. Uh, the lick on like you know brown eyed girl and third rate romance i don't even know who did that song i don't know third rate romance low rent rendezvous it's got a great guitar run on it but i couldn't figure i couldn't focus Mm -hmm. but there was a performance you know you kind of were encouraged to play with other people so i you know i'm like i'm gonna put together a band for the big thing at the end yeah and i just collect these fucking guys like i like i like i picked the guys they're all problems uh-huh we're just gonna do johnny be good how how hard yeah, could that be says, any fucking idiot yeah could play johnny be good yeah the other band of course were like just the nerd crew like there was this kind of a very small dude who was just a wizard on the drums the drummer was i think his name was ben uh-huh it's always ben and like you know they were doing pops and then this guy aronson some other guys some guy with red hair they're just a full-on music nerd crew they were the other band and i don't know what they were working on so i get so the night comes we're in the band shell uh-huh and my guys were gonna play johnny be good and uh they're fucked up you know robert's like stoned as shit these are 15 year old guys yeah one of them's drunk uh-huh and you know i you know and i come out i do the lead riff and it's a fucking mess it you know and that's a that's a song that can absorb some mess yeah and it's not going well then i start i can't hit the i come in on the wrong pitch mm-hmm. and i'm struggling to stay in it and yeah. and it's a fucking disaster it's a fucking disaster and it's embarrassing and there was no way that it was good yeah and i'm singing and i'm in the front yeah and i'm wearing a tuxedo shirt yeah yeah which is now why it took you 30 years to get back into to singing, to, to feel okay, right, holding right. a guitar. But the other band, the Nerds, mm-hmm. I think they got up there. I think they played um, Elvis Costello's Mystery Dance, sure, and then like an entire side of a Genesis record. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they're just like and nailed it. Yeah, nailed it. Yeah, like a mic drop on that one oh, before there were mic fuck. drops. Yeah, it just erased us. Yeah, and then I moped, and the one sort of like sad girl. Who was my friend? Like you were really good. Yeah. Uh, no, I wasn't. Yeah. That thing where they're already saying like, "No, you were good." It's like, <laughs> why? Are you, why are you making it sound like I said we were terrible first? Like you're, <laughs> you're why filling that tone in. Already? Yeah. 
That me, is. Uh, yeah. It took me forever. Man. Looks like you were having fun up there. That's like always the <laughs> thing when a band when a band's bad and it's just like like you know the people and you're just like how were we? Oh, looks like you guys are having so much fun up yeah, there. Really in it. Yeah. Like yeah. oh, that was. Was that diplomatic? Yeah. Was that cover you played? Yeah. Just anything to like <laughs> to get off the yeah. Were those, yeah how were we thing? Those new pedals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guitar pedals. Like today, I posted a, a picture of me playing lead in the studio on Instagram. Yeah, I, mean, I don't do that. And like uh, you know, I I know that I, I move funny when I'm playing. Uh huh. <laughs> so I'm looking at the comments, I and mean, I thought it was a pretty good lead. It, it takes a lot to you know, like I was just in a studio laying down a lead track for this yeah. thing I did. And it was good, but like uh, there was, a, but like there were enough people who were sort of like nice pee mm-hmm. dance, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Like there was a few of those, in it. but you know what? I was like, it was honest. I'm okay. Sure. I'm okay. I but feel pretty proud of it. There's always going to be a thing, just like it's almost like a like a people when they think of what how they see you, it's you holding a microphone, right? Talking, and people would feel just as weird if they saw. You know, if Keith Richards was sure, on sure. holding a mic on stage, yeah. just walking around talking, you wouldn't expect. You'd it. be like, "What? What's happening? That's weird looking." Yeah, like that. That sure is a conflict in yeah. my head. Like a right. No, I get that, and I'm not. No, I'm not upset about. It. I'm proud of it, and like I'm just owning. Like this is the things I do, and this is how I do them. I'm okay at some things. I'm good at other things. But there's, you know, but I'm getting better at these things and fuck it. You know, it's like, why do I, but see the guitar thing was not something I ever shared. I ne- didn't feel necessary uh-huh. and now I am. So now I've, I've opened myself up yeah. to that. Well, there's a sincerity to it also. There's like a pureness. If you're going to play, you come from, yeah. you come from comedy where yeah. everything is a, yeah. is a yeah. takedown or a, a, a funny comment on what other people do or right. say. Right. And then now you're doing this thing that is completely without, you can't do sarcastic guitar playing. Guitar playing. Yeah, I take, like, yeah, I'm pretty earnest about it. Yeah, so I'm going to take be. some hits. Yeah, I'm going to take a few hits. But that's the, that's the beauty of music is that it is, those people are lowering all their guards. And especially when you have like a cool person, yeah. then suddenly when they do a thing and they're super sensitive, then that's, that's yeah. like the most effective thing sure. ever when it's just like, oh, look, they... Yeah, they're showing their humanity, and then yeah. the shield goes back up as soon yeah. as they're done with the song. But that's the thing with music is you're you're yeah. exposing yourself, and there's no it is. there's no getting around that this is a, a a sincere right version of yourself. That's true. Like you know, like that's what always was so horrifying about it. And like, there's no way for me to like you know sing confidently. If well, I'm yeah. going to sing, it's going to be like pretty earnest. Yeah, and that's I mean, but co- after decades in with these comedy yeah. mutants yeah. that you're now suddenly supposed to just be like yeah hey i'm just gonna play and it's gonna just be heartfelt and there's nothing other than that yeah here yeah. like i'm not yeah there's no jokes tonight yeah people uh, people are I, like i got a lot more support than I, and i'm not you know really hung up on it but it's just like i was never the confidence thing like people who have their karaoke mm-hmm. songs yeah who the fuck are those people yeah, well, i do i have some karaoke songs you do oh yeah you sing karaoke? Oh, yeah, I like karaoke. You do? Sure. Does everyone know this? A lot of people know it. Huh. I like karaoke a lot. Huh. But it's it, I don't like doing it in a club. Like it, like, it just scares me. I, you know, I'm not judging people who have their songs. It's just like- I like it in a room where it's me yeah. and a few of my friends, and you shut the door, oh. and you're just doing it for you. It's not in a, not in a, a bar. club where not there's a bar. strangers and stuff. Oh. No, I'm not doing that. Oh, just like a clubhouse. 
yeah. karaoke You go clubhouse. to the thing and you rent a room. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll go rent a thing. I'll go, there was a time when- uh, You'd rent a room for karaoke? When it's a few friends, you go rent it. There's karaoke rooms. Really? Yeah, there's oh, places oh, to rent a room. I yeah. see. It was like, oh, there's six of you. Okay, go with room eight. No kidding. Yeah. Like a studio situation. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. So and you guys would just sit down and watch each other sing? Yes, and everybody has fun in the room. Yeah, it's a nice six, time. Six people? Six people, maybe eight. <laughs> It's low pressure. It's low pressure then, because because then there's people. Everybody's all over the map in terms of their singing ability. Yeah, yeah, and it's just it's it's kind of it's kind of a nice way that you're, it's non judgment. I'm I'm not always, judgmental. Right, it's nice. I've always been impressed with people who can do it. You know, yeah. but like that you whole, know, surprising. Like like I have memories of it. It was always terrifying to me, and yeah. I don't even know if I would do it today. But like you go to certain parties, you know, back in the day, you know, and there's a karaoke situation mm-hmm. going on. Like I don't even know what songs I would I would sing, you know. But 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 like Scott Ackerman like did Radiohead. Like, sure. Don't don't uh, don't leave me high. Yeah, high, yeah. high and dry. High and dry. Yeah. And I was like, holy fuck, doing a full falsetto, and I'm like, yeah. that was impressive. Now I know that about that guy. Yeah. And then Hardwick would come out and do like Zeppelin or whatever the fuck it was. I saw him do it two or three times. Yeah. I'm like, no, yeah. I thought you were gonna say he would then come out and do Radiohead. <laughs> no. Like. No, he saw another comedian do Radiohead. Then no, he he's, radio. but he had a full-on, fully formed karaoke personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, which is not surprising. Yeah, then he would do a yeah talk a show talking about the karaoke. Yeah, and then he would go yeah. in the back and yell at his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, but um, so the music though. Outside of the karaoke and the driveway. Oh, I I just don't have it in. I just don't have it in me to be sincere with it. I just feel like I've, I've made fun of too many things too much. And suddenly for me to do, I just don't feel I would, it would just not feel natural to me. Be like, here's a song I wrote about a thing. And it's like, I would just feel like, who, who am I doing a song? thing but did you ever do you ever think like what what because you know you and worcester are friends and he's yeah. like a you know just a monster drummer yeah can do anything mm-hmm. but do you ever feel like you know what form would best express you know your musicality yeah i think at this point i, I i've always thought i would be a better music manager like i would just uh, be like look guys I know what's cool. <laughs> I know what I would want to see in a band. Find some dummies and just yeah. completely mold them yeah. into like that. I would be much better. I'd be like, no, that song sucks. You're not doing that one. Change this to that, but never perform the thing. Yeah, right. Just kind of that would have. I would have been much better at that. That would have been satisfying. That would have been a better fit for me. What do you listen to to uh, to make yourself feel better in these these times of the garbage fire? What do I listen to? I listen to. Um, I, I hate when people ask me that question. No, I'm though. okay. I listen. I've been listening to a lot of uh, the OCs. This, oh yeah, uh, this album they did. Dwyer. The, yeah, the OCS album is like this quiet album that I just like. It is like a a perfect like cool down album for me to just yeah. listen to, and it's just like it's like oh, this is my head feels okay. This uh, is easy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's nice. Because sometimes it's just like with loud stuff, it's like everything's loud. Yeah. Like there's some version of volume to everything now. Yeah. It, it feels like we're all, like you were saying, we're under attack yeah. all the time. Yeah. And it's just like, it's okay to be like nice to yourself. Yeah. And it's like- Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started like, yeah. like one thing I did 
I started working at this, like volunteering at this food bank. And oh I'm yeah. Just trying to be like, yeah, it's the best thing I ever did. Like it started, it, it started in the weirdest way. It's like remember that movie Sausage Party that was like the oh yeah Seth Rogen and the, the yeah, hot the weird dogs supermarket yeah thing. having sex with each other and like God, did they get away with some joke on that fucking movie? that was like. Because I saw the trailer for that, I'm like, you couldn't pay me to like this. This movie yeah. like presses some button in me that upsets me, like yeah. anthropomorphic food. Yeah. So I, I tweeted that yeah. I was just like, how much would I have to get paid to see this movie? And I was like, and then I was like, yeah, I think I need eight hundred dollars to see this movie. And then <laughs> yeah. listeners like, we'll pay. I think we'll. What if we start a, a GoFundMe, eight hundred dollars to see the thing? And I'm like. I'm telling you right now, I'm keeping the money. Like if you do it, it's because then people are like, "Yeah, it'd be great. Give it, give the money to charity." I'm like, yeah. "No, I'm telling you, if, you, if you give to this thing, I'm keeping it. Yeah, it's going into my pocket." <laughs> yeah. And then, and I'm going to buy milk duds. Yeah, peanut M and M's. The money popcorn. came in. The money came in. They actually raised the money. Yeah. And then I was like, "I can't keep this money. What yeah. am I?" monster <laughs> yeah. like so then i gave the money to this food bank in new jersey the community food bank in new jersey and then i like i was like hey i just and i like figured i'll like match it or whatever on my own so it's like yeah. so it was like a nice check and then so i contact them i'm like hey i just want to give this money and uh they're like oh well what's the story with this uh thing it's like well you know that movie uh so it's, and now i'm explaining to some woman trying Why to just try to just, yeah, just like you know the movie sausage party right yeah. and she's like no i don't i don't know what that is it's like well it's a thing with a hot dog having sex with a like i'm trying to like look just take the just take the check and then i started volunteering there and it's like the most it's like the most it's such a great grounding thing anytime i start to get like really anxious yeah with the world i just go there and then it's just like it's like no no you're just Put, you're filling boxes with food that go to people that can't and you go over there get out time? of their house. Yeah. You just sign up for a shift and you pack boxes for a few hours. Yeah. And it's just like, it's like, oh, th- so we do have some control over the world. Like. Uh-huh. In the immediate it, sense. Yeah, it, yeah. In terms of the people actually yeah. in your backyard. Right. And, and you can actually, you spend a few hours doing a thing and then like you and a group of people who you have maybe have nothing in common with, you all packed boxes and now it's like you know 500 families have food now and it's just like and what it led me to was this thing where it's just like like these shitty people are not the country they're not the country like they are just they have their hands on the steering wheel right now yeah but they are not right they are not america they are just driving the bus right now right and in, that's a temporary into a thing. Wall. Yes, exactly. That into building. a wall. Yeah. That they're, yeah. <laughs> but it's still just like you have to remember the larger sense of things. And it's like there's a there's worlds that are not their world. Yeah, people are, like, you know, underneath it all, underneath all the noise and the garbage fire, you know, there's, you know, people still sort of like, you know, having lives, helping other people, you know, doing the right thing, mm-hmm. you know, communities, you know, and also mobilizing for political action to vote and that there's stuff happening and there's there's people you know showing up for other people and it's yeah that's what america really is yeah it really and it's just like those are the people like the idea that you live in a place and there's people like not on the other side of the world that are hungry it's like people like a mile away from you don't have food it's like yeah. that's insane so it really strips it down and it makes it kind of re- kind of like reaffirms the humanity for me of yeah. things 
That's but, great. Yeah, but then service. Yeah, but then I still go there and I end up getting like there'll be like some retired guy who's just kind of like boss, like <laughs> yeah. just like don't tell me how to. He's like, hey, you need to cut the box. Like we're breaking the boxes up that had the thing. Put them in that. He's like, put them in that one, not that one. He's like bossing me around. I'm like, who the fuck are you? You're gonna tell me what to do it's like you don't work here like you're just a volunteer like me like paul like yeah. i read his yeah, yeah <laughs> name tag it's like the sticker yeah, yeah just pack worry about yourself <laughs> paul with the thing like no if you want to get those boxes just uh, you get the go get a knife from that table and so it's like calm down like i still it's amazing that like in the purest thing i still find like a, uh, a an enemy yeah, yeah to just to rally against hey you know there's something you know like those guys who like are retired and decide they still yeah. need to do stuff go either way could go yeah. either way either they're like sort of like uh magnanimous kind of like back in the day guys yeah or there are guys who are sort of like no when i had a store this is how we did it yeah and yeah. that's how paul uh, was <laughs> At the food bank. You don't know what you're going to get with kind of <laughs> telling me how yeah. to do my... It's like, look, I'm not a yeah. kid yeah. here at the food bank. Did you say that to him? No, I... You just sucked it up? I just was like, you... Uh, I'm going to do the boxes twice as... I'm going to show you how yeah, it's done, yeah, Grandpa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you watch watch how fast I break these boxes yeah. down. He probably's got like some, you know, some part, like, say, like a daughter or, you know, grandkid who's sort of like, Grandpa, you should go help people. Yeah. Nah, I'm not going to... Yeah. Well, you're from, just sitting around yelling at the TV. Yeah, yeah, Go yeah. help people. Yeah. Go yell at real people. Yeah. You haven't bossed anyone around in a while. Stop bossing <laughs> us around. Go boss some people around. It's so funny at that food bank, though. It's like nobody, there's every stripe of person is there volunteering except for like other like cool people, oh, really? like for lack of a better, yeah. like people who I would relate to as like my scene or whatever. I've never seen one person there. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, I think I like when I think about myself and that, like I've started to, you know, as I made more money, you know, I give to charity. I give more mm -hmm. to charity. Uh, you know, I do feel like on some level, you know, when people get good things out of my show, uh, the podcast, and they tell me about it, that I'm doing service. I donate a lot of books that I get sent to libraries, um, but I don't get into it. You know, I mm -hmm. could just go down to central office and answer AA, AA calls you know, for a couple hours. You know, I yeah. can do, like, I have a direct channel yeah. <laughs> through through AA mm -hmm. to, you know, I could make coffee, I could set up chairs, I could go down to central <laughs> office and, you know, get calls from people in trouble and tell them where they can go. But I, I, I don't uh, make the time for it. And I think uh, it, it, there is something about showing up and being selfless that is, um, that is good for, uh, you know, not only the community, but yourself. Yeah. I mean, it really does help if you feel, uh, like, for me, if I feel like the the energy is just kind of overflowing and I kind of don't know where to put it just going there and kind of exhausting myself doing that stuff. Yeah. It just, you just leave, you just like, you left something there and it actually kind of burns off the, yeah, the, the bad stuff. Sure. Yeah. It's not, it's it, You feel like you're, you're actively being uh, helpful and human. Yeah. How's New Jersey? It's great. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Is I, it, I kind of wrap my head around. I just like that's where I like being. Yeah, I miss it, and I I haven't lived there since I was six. Yeah, does it? Go, do you go to farmers markets? Food, food uh, vegetable stands. Yeah. There's all sorts of that stuff popped up everywhere. Yeah, there's, there's stuff everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
got the tomatoes. You get all of it, yes. Every kind of vegetable you Peach. may want. Yeah, you get nice peaches. Big zucchinis. Yeah, you get get bell peppers. They've got all of it. Mark, they've got every vegetable. It's the, it's the garden state. It's like a grocery store outside. <laughs> oh, I'm starving. You ready to eat? Sure. Did we get it. it done? I think so. This uh, is nice. I think we help people. We talk. Yeah. You fixed me, finally. If ultimately... We did a real service for people. Today. Look, the word hero gets thrown around <laughs> but I don't think, a lot. I, I don't think there's another situation where it could apply more than what we did on these yes, mics today, exactly. Tom. So, so let's go celebrate. You're welcome for our service. You are welcome. And uh, it's great talking to you, and I'm gonna, I'll make some salmon. Great. Right.